Everybody has a different story, a different path in their lives. You might not know where your journey will take you to, but hopefully it will help you to make a difference in your life, in the lives of those around you, and the world. Welcome to The Journey on the Voice America Kids channel. We've got all kinds of stories this hour, so turn it up and enjoy the trip. Now, here are your hosts. Life is a journey filled with lessons, hardships, heartaches, joys, celebrations, and special moments that will ultimately lead us to our destination, our purpose in life. We are here to help you find that purpose. Hi, welcome to The Journey. This is Serena. Um, hey. Okay, so today we will be talking about college. Um, we are going to have my sister, Yvonne. Say hi. Hello. Um, and my brother later on today. Yay. Okay, so we're going to start off right away with Yvonne. So, Yvonne, um, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, obviously, my name's Yvonne. I'm Serena's sister. I am 18 years old, and I'm a freshman in college right now. I attend Pepperdine University. Okay, so um, we're really talking about because um, you go to a, Pepperdine is a Christian college, am I correct? Correct. It's Church of Christ affiliated. Okay, so um, so it's Christian. Are there any like really cool clubs or any extracurricular activities that you do to keep your faith strong? Um, well, there's a lot of opportunities at a, a college like a Christian college like Pepperdine. Uh, for example, we have these Thursday night worship sessions that are, it's called The Well, because you're like, God is leading you to the well and you drink and you get filled up spiritually. And it's basically just this two hour long outside worship where just a bunch of students get together and they just worship God. Um, there's also a homeless, uh, I'm not sure how to say this, like you feed the homeless ministry that goes on. That's a club that you can join. And then there's just countless different club convos, which is uh, like small group Bible studies that you get uh, school credit for going to. Mm. There's a different, like there's a bunch of those. And there's also just, we work with all the different churches around Malibu. So it's just, there's a lot of different things to be able to do. Mm. So um, at Pepperdine, is it required to go to a Bible study? Like, do you have to get, as you mentioned before, the certain amount of credits with like Bible study or church or anything? Um, actually it is. You need 14, they're called convo credits. So basically convocation, it stands for convocation and convocation is, um, it could be like a lecture or a seminar or a small group or like kind of like a church service or an intellectual service about God or about something that will help you grow spiritually. So you need 14 of those. 14. Okay. Um, so outside of those clubs and stuff, do you attend like a regular church or do you just kind of go to those throughout the week? Um, I attend church. I go to a Calvary chapel, um, here in Malibu, but I also do attend the ones throughout the week as well. Mm, Okay. So how many about like weekly do you, um, like how many Bible studies or get togethers or like the well, like how many times do you meet a week? Just once or do you do a bunch of those? Um, I do about four, um, sometimes five, oh, because wow. on Monday nights I have a club convocation series about um, the different ways to worship and get to God, basically. Worship God and praise God. 
and then and connect with God. And then on Tuesdays, I sometimes go to the like generic club combo, which could be about like relationships or something like that. And then Wednesdays, I have a small group. And then Thursdays, I go to the well. And then Sundays, I go to church. Mm. So you're getting your daily dose, I guess you could say. <laughs> Just a bit. Um, so has li- uh, living in Malibu, since there's the beach, there's a bunch of famous people, probably, has it <laughs> fa- affected your life? Like, uh, like Saturday, you want to go, you want to read your Bible, but instead you go to the beach, or has it affected you that way? Um, I think in contrast to it affecting my faith in a negative way, in the sense that, like, I want to go do things, it definitely has improved my faith, um... Because I think that as you get older, you definitely start to struggle with your faith. Everyone goes through it and you start doubting. And um, just like all the, just being right near the beach, because I feel like there's a connection with God when you're able to be on the beach or see the ocean so as frequently as I do, because there's no way you can't see God in that. Um, It's just so beyond beautiful. And there's different wilderness hikes you can do. And so I think that it's grown my faith and that. I can, because you don't always have to read your Bible to connect with God, and that's something that I'm learning. That, of course, I'm not saying don't read your Bible, but yeah. sometimes you connect with God just by being in nature. Yeah, like, uh, like being in His creation, like just taking it all and being like, "Wow, God, you're really amazing!" Right, you created all of this. Um, so, in a Christian college, I know it's. Even in like seventh, eighth, high school, there's some classes or teachers that don't like you or don't like it goes against what you believe. So like as a Christian, how do you succeed in a class that goes against your belief or a teacher or teammate doesn't like you so you like can't really work or stuff like that? So how do you like succeed in those classes? Um Well, that's not really a problem here at Pepperdine because 99% of the professors are Christian-affiliated, maybe not Church of Christ, but they do. That's almost like an unwritten rule or requirement to be a professor here. And all the professors, they have to justify their lectures by going through the Pepperdine, like, uh, mission statement, which is basically that, like, we believe in God and that Jesus is the only way to God and that... Whatever you get, you have to give back to, like, the community and stuff. So it's not really a problem in the sense that I haven't learned anything. Or even when learning, like, about evolution here in college, like, they make sure to let you know that creationism is a thing as well and relate it back to God. So it hasn't really been a problem in college, but I know I struggled with that in high school. Um, And honestly, it's just remembering God's love. You Mm. just have to be able to have a strong enough connection with God where it doesn't shake you. So it's like, love your neighbor, don't let like others affect what you do in your own personal life? Yeah, like, I think that it's important to let what others do affect you in a way that you learn from it and you grow yeah. from it, but I don't think that it should affect you in a negative way. Yeah, Um. so you talk about, like, God bringing in opportunities and stuff. What are some opportunities that God has uh, brought into your life? Um, there's been quite a few opportunities that God has blessed me with. I mean, first of all, going to this university is a huge blessing. Um, and just meeting the people I have and really growing in my faith, it uh, definitely shows that he's present. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just different examples like having the opportunity to go study abroad that's that was a blessing and just things like that that's really cool so if if you weren't a christian going to pepperdine um would the, do you think uh this school would affect you spiritually because you it, it's required to go to bible study it's required to get those credits do you think it would affect you spiritually and like change your spirit um well i don't think any institution or any person can change your mind if you're set in your way it has to be come from god but i do think if you attended pepperdine as a non-christian and you weren't sure about whether to go whether god was real or not i think definitely it would provide you with a lot of opportunities to for god to speak you to your heart um, I think that if you're just a solid set that you didn't want to believe in God, that you would still be provided with those opportunities. But go- attending a Christian university might be a little difficult for you because you'd have a difference in ideology. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any advice to give seventh, eighth um, graders, like high schoolers, um, like knowing what you know now, how to keep yourself strong in Christ? Because I know... Um, this is the age where, like, there's drugs and, like, parties and stuff like that. So knowing what you know now, do you have any advice for those people who are wavering in their faith to keep it stronger? Um, well, personally, I've struggled with my faith a lot. And uh, I think that you're going to have doubts. And to not see that as a sin, because it's not a sin mm-hmm. to be doubtful at sometimes. Um, but I think an important thing to keep your faith strong is to know how you connect with God. Um, that's kind of what I'm going through right now, trying to understand how I connect with God. And I'm going to take a minute just to um, give you kind of an overview of what I've been learning in my small group. Mm-hmm. It's We're reading this book called Sacred Pathways by Gary Thomas. And it's telling you how to uh, connect with God in different ways. So, for example, there's a naturalist which connects with God by just like sitting by a river and they really see God in all nature. And they like they may not need to go to a huge worship worship service because that's how they worship God, just by sitting in nature. So if someone tells you like, oh, you have to have 30 minutes of quiet time just reading your Bible by yourself, maybe that's not for you. Maybe you should go outside and just appreciate the beauty and you'll feel more connected to God. Um, Another one is the sensates, which is loving God with the senses, such as like burning incest while you worship or just smelling like wonderful smells like you see God in that. Um, Another one is a traditionalist. It's loving God through ritual or symbols. This kind of relates to Catholicism because it's just you, you find solace and you appreciate God and you connect with God on a level that no one really understands through tradition. Mm, yeah. that no one besides traditionalists understand. Um, another one is aesthetics, so loving God in solitude and simplicity. So just being able to, um, like if you're just being alone in prayer, or if you have like going to a chapel that has stained glass windows, like you really see God in that and you feel connected to God. Another one is activists, loving God through confrontation, which no surprise, I'm one of those. Um so you define worship as standing against evil. So they find a lot more, they find themselves closer to God by like standing up against something they don't believe in, such as like abortion or murder or something like that. Yeah. Um, another one is caregivers, 
loving God by loving others. So like serving the poor or serving the needy. Enthusiasts, loving God with mystery and celebration. So that's like the big worship services where you feel like so much emotion. And, and then another one is contemplatives, loving God through adoration. So just being able to be alone and read your Bible and just like learn about God. Another one is intellects, where those are the people that ask all the questions like, well, why, why did God do this? Or why do we need to do that? Yeah. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about this after the break. So let's take a break. I'm Serena, and you're listening to The Journey. responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later You are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena, and we are talking with Yvonne about the different... We are now talking about the different types of um, how you could express your love towards God. So, Yvonne, do you want to continue telling us a little bit about that? Um, Yeah, thank you. I just think in order to keep your faith... You need to understand which one is for you, which way to connect with God. Because I feel like I've grown up or we've gone to a church in the past that is um, glorified, maybe like enthusiasts, enthusiasm, which is like just straight worship and such like that. And then once I once I stopped really attending church back at home, not at college, then they started getting into the more intellect and apologetics classes, which is something that I needed to connect with God. But I already had felt like I had fallen away from God so much that I wasn't going to attend those. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important if you want to keep your faith to explore all of those, because maybe you, maybe you grew up in a church that is an aesthetics church, but you're really a nature person. So you're not feeling connected to God and you think like, Oh, well, I'm having all these doubts. I don't think God's real. Um, I'm just going to go do this thing. And since I can't find like God in church, then I'm just going to turn to drugs and alcohol. So I think that maybe you need to find out which which way you connect with God best. Yeah, I feel like I'm uh, kind of like the more person who is worship, but also like just the nature part of it. Because when I'm like out in California and visiting you or when I'm in somewhere like even in Arizona, like looking out at the sunset, I'm like, wow, God, you're really amazing. And then like in church, I just kind of like throw my hands up and like some people start crying and stuff like that. So I it is really important to find your the way you 
like to worship God because if you don't find the right way, then it's kind of like you're just kind of going through the motion, like doing what everyone else is doing. Right. Yeah. So uh, what kind of like how do how do you wor- like to worship God? Um, how I connect with God is I'm an intellect. So I ask a lot of questions. I, I'm one of those people that loves taking going to like sermons that maybe address the challenges of believing in God and how science and God go together and they complement each other rather than contradict each other. Mm. Uh, and I feel really close to God in that way. Yeah. Um, so knowing what you know now with how to connect to God and stuff, what would, would you do anything differently um, to main, in order to maintain or grow in your relationship with God or would you do the same things? Um, I think if you're in reference to like the past, I would definitely have joined like a small group or gotten more involved in my church and just really understood the different ways. Or maybe if I didn't like that church, go to another church and really just explore that. Um, As for right now, I think there's always room for growth and I'm by no means perfect in any way. So I think just continuing continuing my search for truth and truth in God. Mm, yeah. So um, do you have any questions for me about the show, about my spiritual growth? Do you have anything like that? Um, oh, my only question would be, how do you think you connect with God? I know you addressed that a little bit earlier by nature, but could you just sit by a stream and see God in that? Yeah. Um. Well, I think, I think I mostly connect with God, uh, like I said before, with, uh, like, worshiping and nature. Because when I look at uh, the nature and what God's creation and, like, how my, uh, my our mom, I guess, <laughs> our mom always says, like, uh, God painted the sky. Like, I just find that amazing how God said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be animals, let there be everything, and just everything appeared. And I find that amazing. And sometimes it's just, like, so beautiful. I'm like, yes, yes, God, thank you. But, yeah, so I I think that's mostly my way. But also I love worshiping God because um, I find music an outlet for me. Whenever I'm, like, sad or mad, I just, like, put on my headphones and listen to music, then I'm, like, good. Okay. So yeah, so uh, thank you for having, being on the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so um, next we will have BJ, my brother, on. <laughs> okay, we've, we're back, we're back in action here, but this mouse has just gone absolutely bug nuts. And I'm BJ. <laughs> okay, so um, BJ, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself. Well... Um, you already know my name, so there's that. Uh, I'm 20, yeah, 20 years old. <laughs> Forgot your age there. I'm 20 years old. Um, I am going to college at Arizona State University, um, studying finance. For those of you who know that it, what that is, uh, congrats to you. If you don't, it's about dealing with money when you're older as a job. Um, yeah. Excited to be here. Looking forward to what we are going to discuss. So let's get yes. it done. <laughs> okay. So, um, so is your is ASU a Christian school or? 
No, it's a public university. A public uh, university. So yeah, it's not it's not any sort of religion affiliated or Christian affiliated or anything. Okay, so um, one thing: Do you do any clubs like? Um, Yvonne was saying that there's many clubs, but it's kind of different because hers is Christian. So, do you have any clubs or even even like non-religious or religious, like church or anything like that? Um, yeah, the the college itself has tons of clubs, like everything you could possibly imagine, from uh, different like religion affiliations or different just simply activities that you like to do like there's a skydiving club like a, <laughs> i'm pretty sure there must be like a scooter club or something like that uh for those people who love to ride the scooter um there's i'm sure there's also uh like degree related clubs like an engineering club where you build mm-hmm. stuff or um any sort of business clubs like the club i'm most interested in um that i've gone to a couple of their meetings but i'm not officially a member uh, is the Financial Management Association. Um, again, just dealing with money and that career aspect. But, yeah, to answer your question, there's a tons of clubs on campus, many different opportunities to kind of get to know what you want to do in life and kind of just to have fun, too, and meet new people. Yeah, so uh, do you do any of those clubs besides the one that you mentioned about the money? Me, personally, no. I'm not, I'm not a member of any specific club. <laughs> Do you do anything like outside of school, like um, homework? I do lots of homework. <laughs> besides homework, okay. like different clubs outside of school, like like I said before, Bible study or just like robotics or something. Um, no, I, no, I, I go to church if that's that's something a little bit different. But if I go yeah. to like a small group or a specific Bible study every week, no, I don't. Okay, so um. In college, like, it's always like, ooh, party, yay, party, like, in college. So, um, how do you, I know, like, I doubt you'll ha- at least have probably, like, one party or something no. during college. No, I'm pretty, perfect, I'm pretty well behaved. But, but how do you, like, not get sucked into all that, like? It's, I'll, I'll put it, like, pretty plainly. It is easy to get sucked into that stuff because there's, everybody always wants to have fun. Um, and when you're in college, the most infamous, infamous way to have fun is through parties. Um, so it's easy to get sucked into that because you talk to your friends when you go to class and they're like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, well, I'm not really planning anything. And then they'll say, Oh, do you want to come over to my house and have a little party? Well, a little party turns into a big party because you're not the first person they usually ask, or you might be, but then they ask another people, other people and you want to bring your friends and it just starts to spiral out of control. Um, so it's really easy to get sucked into it. But the the best way to avoid getting in those type of scenarios would be just to keep your priorities straight. I mean, if you know you have a test on Monday, the easiest thing to do would be, yeah, I don't. Uh, let's just not study for it. Let's just have fun. I mean, focus on the now. We'll worry about the test the, that day or what have like you. Like study the yeah. few hours before. Yeah. And I, People have done that. I'm sure everybody has done that at least once. Yeah, I've definitely done that. We just had like a test and I was like, no, let's yeah, watch see, TV it's, instead. Yeah, it's easy to do that. So, the, I mean, th- the best way not to get sucked into parties is to keep your priorities straight. If It's college. You have tests every other week or every two, three weeks. So you have to main- make sure that 
you when you it's time to study for a test, you study for you that s- test. So you have to dedicate time. People have calendars. That's one of the best ways to do it, just to make sure that you keep yourself uh, accountable for your actions. So, like keeping a reminder in your phone, just basically anything that you want to do in order to kind of avoid putting yourself in that situation by keeping yourself busy with the more important things like yeah. school or your clubs work. or work yeah or work or even like if you want to go to church on sunday that's still another priority that should be on your list if you're yeah so uh let's take a break i'm serena oh i'm, I'm being great <laughs> and you're listening to the journey There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena. And I'm BJ. And we are talking about college and college. your experiment, mm-hmm. experiment, yes. experience. Yeah, so we talked about how I go to ASU. Um, I try to join some clubs, but of course you have to be a member, it's paid. But there's plenty of opportunities that you want to, and we just kind of discussed how not to get sucked into pro- partying by keeping your priorities straight, you know? Yeah, like homework, church, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, as a Christian, how do you succeed in a class that um, you might – uh, suffer do, through this in college or high school or even grade school or middle school but um how do you succeed in a class that goes against what you believe or the teacher like hates you or your one of your classmates that sits right next to you hates you or even in work like your peers hate you or you don't like your peers like how do you get through it or how do you succeed in that work or class um well I think it it really comes down to how you view yourself, um, because when you're in a situation where people don't like you, or I mean that's a pretty bad situation that you don't necessarily want to be in. But when you're in other situations where your teacher like is teaching something that you don't believe in, um, like for example, if you're in a biology class in college. Um, and I'm sure high school and middle school too, you'll learn about the theory of evolution. And there's a lot of people that disagree with that. Um, so when you're a student, you have to be receptive to what they're saying because obviously you're going to be tested on it and it's important yeah. to know that sort of information. Um, but it's it's always going to be difficult to deal with situations where you're kind of put in an uncomfortable situation where you're going to be either disliked or you dislike the, the teachings or 
the teacher dislikes your thoughts because they're teaching A and you believe in B or something like that. And I think it's a lot has to do with how you view yourself. Um, because if you're not confident in what you believe in, or you're not confident about who you are and how you feel, then you're going to be more vulnerable to the words of others and what they believe in. So you'll you'll be less likely to trust yourself in those different situations. Um, and what I mean by that is that you'll 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 basically be, like I said, more vulnerable to kind of words that may hurt you or. I don't know. It, it's kind of it's kind of a tough, tough situation to be in, and everybody's a little bit different in how they react to these sort of things. But if you have something to lean on, whether it be your confidence or like God, for example, then you should be able to get through it pretty safely and cleanly. You just have to make sure that you are devoted in what you believe in, whether that yeah. be yourself. Uh, in regards to confidence, because if people are calling you names or they're being blatantly disrespectful to you. It's not gonna like hurt you that bad. I mean, it may suck, but, but I mean, it's not gonna hurt you that bad if since you're very confident in yourself and your personality. Yeah, and so uh, that's important. I mean, you don't want to be too cocky to the point where you throw your confidence into someone's face, but you you want to be humble yet confident. Yeah. And the best way to do that sometimes is to, like I said, just simply believing in yourself and what you could accomplish, self-efficacy, if you would, or believing in god or a little bit of both i mean it really they really go hand in hand at least from my perspective yeah so um is it hard um to be at a non-christian college because i know that i want to go to um maybe asu but i know not all the colleges that i want to go to when i come to that point are christian and i feel like it'd kind of be hard for me because like i want to be stronger in god but with without a Christian college, like it's like I don't have those opportunities to because I'm busy with other classes or homework. Like, so how, what? Like, how do you keep your faith strong in a non-Christian college? Well, let me answer your first question: Is it easier, uh, or is it harder to go to a, a non-Christian college than it is a Christian college? I would say it's a lot easier because the devil makes it easier. Because you'll have, quote-unquote, more fun going to a non-Christian college because, look, there's a bunch of these parties. You'll have more opportunity because you won't be secluded, quote-unquote, in a Christian atmosphere. So you'll be able Mm. to broaden your horizon across the secular world. So that's kind of the temptations that would kind of be attracting you to a non-college or non-Christian university. And that's that's why I would, quote-unquote, say it's easier to go to one. Um, now, because it's easier, you have to maintain that relationship that you have with God. So that's a little bit extra work, um, because of the of the way it's of the way the atmosphere is. So when you go to a Christian college, it's easier on the surface, but if you want to maintain that relationship with God, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. And just be, they're not saying that there's many opportunities out there in a non-Christian college because there are, and don't get me wrong, there definitely are. Christians who go to non-Christian universities or colleges or, or any sort of technical school, um, and that's, for example, through clubs. Um, mm-hmm. But it, you have to you have to kind of make that extra little step um, because in a non in a non-Christian college they don't have classes like chapel, um, but at Christian colleges they may have a class called chapel where you go to church yeah. and you get credit for it. 
Um, and so that's just a little bit more kind of exposure to what God has to say, and you won't necessarily have that at a non-Christian college. So um, I think the best way to maintain that faith is just to either stay in your Bible or go to a club where you're going to be involved, because mm-hmm. if you're not surrounded by other people, uh, in my in my belief, you're not surrounded by other people um, to help build your relationship with God or help you become a stronger Christian, then it's going to be easier to fall away from God. So because you're not necessarily keeping uh, yourself accountable and other people try to inspire you to do good. So it's it's really kind of, uh, it's it's really, I want to answer your first question, like I said, easier to go to a non-Christian college because there's so many and there's mm-hmm. so many other quote-unquote opportunities that the <laughs> devil may, I mean, yeah. you're going to have the same opportunities no matter where you go as long as you have that you, hard work yeah. mentality. But I mean, it's still it, it, to answer your question, it's 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 um, yeah. I, I think yeah. I answered your question. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if I need to go into I know, it too much. More I, I kind of get what I get what you're saying because I know um, uh, when I first started the show, um, my mom was uh, mom since you're my brother. Uh, mom was like our mom. Our, our mom, my, my mom, first because I was born yeah, first. Okay, our mom right. was like, um, "I the devil's gonna be on heart attack, like on you because uh, you want to get the Christian message out. You want to get people to like uh, to be saved and stuff. But the devil doesn't want that, so he's gonna be harder on you. He's gonna give you temptations, and I know that I've fallen for those um, a lot lately. I think, but. I know that I'm going to Bible study, I'm going to church, and um, my friends, some of my friends are Christians, so I'm just trying to surround myself with them and be like, devil, get out of here. And that's a, and that's a good start. I mean, that, if you definitely want to surround yourself with people who will bring you up, not bring you down. So, I mean, yeah. that's if, if that's what you're really looking for, you really, really need that, then you could join a, you could go to church and join a Bible study or join a small group or even just simply join a club, whether that's at a non-Christian or Christian university. It really depends on how much exposure you want. Um, and always more exposure is going to be beneficial for you in regards to your morality and also your beliefs. Um, so really, it's a, it's a personal preference and what you feel that God is kind of pointing you toward. Mm-hmm. So uh, you mentioned before the opportunities that uh, non-Christian college bring in, but looking on the positive side, what has what opportunities has God brought in into your life? Oh, that's the end of the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would say that uh, uh, some big ones. So um, I- I've recently found um, a church that I really enjoy. Um, and it's it's really brought me closer to God because it's not necessarily your stereotypical um, denominational church. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a non-denominational, really fun to go to church. And I, I really enjoy listening to the, the sermons and the message because it's, it's inspiring because they, they appeal to the younger generation, the millennial generation, if you will. So they open out with fog machines, with strobe lights, and big concert type of a feel. And then they come out, they have a bunch of videos that they show, and it really speaks to the younger generation rather than the stereotypical you sit on a pew and you pray and you, tr- and you celebrate, and then, or you 
you raise your hands up, you sing a yeah. song, then you leave. It's more of you're involved with it. Yeah. And that's what I really like. And that opportunity was really open to anybody. That's an off-campus church, but it's still going to be out there in regards to opportunities because I learned about it from person I go to I go to school or, or, or somebody who goes to a college. So it's just really it's really cool to be able to see some of these opportunities. But like I said, there always will be great opportunities to learn more about God, whether it be through a club, uh, through your school, or through your friends, or simply through your church. So uh, let's take a break. I'm Serena. And I'm BJ. And you're listening to The Journey. a leg what do you think of maybe it's the movies musicals stage shows and theater break a leg will explore all forms of creativity whether it's from theater movies tv or even books on our show we'll discuss all aspects of show business including how to get your start and what's trending now guests include actors singers and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all things entertainment show. Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow, you set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. You are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena. And I'm BJ. And we are talking about college and different stuff that, that has to do with college. Yeah. And so, uh, starting off, um, when in 7th and 8th grade, how was your Christian walk? And uh, did it change drastically um, through high school and college? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, in 7th and 8th grade, this uh, oh, is so long ago. Um <laughs> I'm 20 years old, by the way. It was so long ago. Uh, in 7th and 8th grade, um, I would say my Christian walk was very, very strong. I, I was a firm believer, and I was really involved with um, the church people and the church itself. Um, but yeah, I felt I felt really good about my faith. Um, and a lot of it had to do with like my youth pastors. Um, and my youth leaders, because we, I would be involved with youth group. That happened every Wednesday and sometimes every, I think it was Monday. Um, and we'd all like listen to a message, and it was a really fun environment, and we learned a lot about God. And also, I went to a number of different Christian conferences. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of, of them out there, like Acquire the Fire. That's a really fun one. 
Um, and I actually dare to think share. It's, yeah, Dare to Share was a was one that actually used to come out to our area, but I, I don't think they come out to our area anymore. So, um, but I'm I'm sure you guys could look it up, you listeners out there, because they're really great opportunities to really learn more about God and kind of get to know other how other people are dealing with the mm-hmm. same problems you are. Um, and it's really it's really great for young people and 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 older people like me now too, and people in college and all throughout high school too. It's it's really great. Um, and in seventh and eighth grade, that's where I, I would say I was. Um, now throughout high school, ooh, that's a tough one because when you get to high school, it's a much different. It's it's a much more different environment than it is in middle school. Um, in high school, there's a lot more temptations out there mm-hmm. because you're being exposed to all of these different things could either f- hurt you physically, emotionally. Um, yeah, it's just it's really tough. So it's it's much more of a strain on your relationship with God as you're put in different situations where you either have to test your faith, your, or you simply have to test your morals and. And sometimes, a lot of the times, people kind of fail at that. And I'm not saying that I can't speak for everybody, but at least for myself, it was really hard for you to, for me to maintain that faith. And it kind of fell off a little bit. I'm still a believer to this day, and I was back then too. But um, in comparison to the to how strong my faith was in seventh and eighth grade, it it really wasn't a comparison. Uh, in college. Um, it gets even probably worse as you might grow older. You think mm-hmm. in high school, well, these high school kids have it so bad these days. High school kids are so mean to each other. And that's true. College kids aren't necessarily as mean to each other. But there's as you grow older and you become more independent when you're not necessarily living under the roof of your parents or your guardians, it's, it makes it almost easier to get a hold of those sort of things that may hurt you emotionally or physically. Um, yeah that could test your faith. So in college, it was really difficult, but luckily I was able to find the church that I'm going to now and my faith is, is building and it's, it's really cool to be able to experience that again. And I I look forward to um, becoming more involved because that's essentially what I really want to do Mm because I know that that's something important to me and important for my relationship with my family and my significant other and, and, ultimately my relationship with God is that's I mean that's what kind of is the framework or the skeleton of my relationship with other people Mm -hmm. and how I view myself and how I view the situations around me yeah so um you mentioned how you did a lot of um things with church and like bible study and stuff in seventh and eighth graders do you uh think that seventh and eighth graders or even older should do that and that those things help really helped you or was it just to keep your faith keep on stronger keep being stronger or do you think it'll help well i think it i think it's very helpful um not only helpful to your relationship with god but your relationship with your friends your peers Mm -hmm. your colleagues or whoever it may be because i in, in seventh and eighth grade i formed some of my most memorable friendships um and long lasting friendships i mean i'm i'm roommates with (laughs) <laughs> like two of my best friends from that age. And we, it, it just, it forms an everlasting bond between the people that you kind of are surrounded by as well as God. So it's, it's not only good for your faith, for your beliefs, 
it's good for the relationships with other people. I, I would definitely advise trying out youth group. See how you like it. If you don't like it at first, give it another shot because once that you once one kind of uh, scenario or one time exposure not doesn't necessarily define how much fun it could potentially be. And so I really think that you got to give it a try and. If you don't like it, then it's not for you. Try something else, like maybe going to one of those conferences instead of going to a youth group because that's yeah. more – that's not necessarily so um, – not necessarily that you could hide from other people, but you could kind of slowly build um, your confidence in surrounding yourself with people who are like you. Um, and a Christian conference like that exposes you to the fact that, hey – there are others in the situation that you're in. And some of you are even worse, even though we may feel that what we're currently involved in is the it can't get any worse. But I, I would say my advice to 7th, 8th graders, high school kids, college kids, is just try to get involved. I mean, just try to surround yourself with people who are going to inspire you to do better. Because if you if you don't, it only makes you more successful. Successful. Accessible. <laughs> it only kind of puts you in a situation where you're more likely to fall short, and and that's and that's not what you want. I mean, that's not what's good for you, for your relationship with God, with others, and and that sort of thing. Yeah, like how you were saying, um, don't just try it once; try it a bunch of times. That's kind of like how along the lines of what Yvonne was saying, like uh, find how you connect with God. Don't just do what everyone else, or you, if it works for you. Mm-hmm. But like find if it whether it's nature, whether it's uh throwing your hands up in prayer, whether it's worshiping, just find yours because yeah, just try different things and stuff like that. So um, knowing what you know now, would what would you do differently, or would you do do anything differently in order to uh, like maintain or grow in your relationship with God? Um, well, I like my start in seventh and eighth grade, maybe even sixth grade. Um, maybe even earlier, I really started going to this this church, this youth group, where I really felt involved, and I think that was a great start. I wouldn't change that. Mm-hmm. Um, as time went on, and it, it can't, became more difficult to continue going to that church, going to youth group, continuing to be involved, that's something I would change, because I, it is more difficult as we grow older, but I would make sure that if I had to do it over again, that I would maintained my involvement because that's what really made it fun and made me enjoy my the relationship with God more so than I, I ever had prior. Um, so if I had to change something throughout high school, I would I would change kind of the degree of involvement I had with my church and the church people. Um, college, oh man, college is tough because I'm still in college. Yeah. So I, I know that I'm doing the right thing now. I mean, I'm a, I'm a third year in college, so my first two years, I would have loved to be involved in a church, um, and that's something I would change. But as of now, I feel I'm in a good spot for kind of getting to know God a little bit better. Um, and also, I'm going with my significant other to church, so I think that helps our relationship as mm-hmm. a couple. Because um, they're growing together with yeah, God. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't change that, and I think that's important. So if you have friends, if you have a girlfriend or boyfriend, um, then I would recommend trying to go with them because you're just going to build together and you'll be able to work together to become stronger in your faith. And and that's really important. So 7th and 8th grade, 
probably wouldn't change anything. I really loved it. At high school, I would have been more involved. First few years of college, I would have loved to have been more involved. Right, but right now, I think I'm in a good spot. Yeah. So um, I want to share one or two verses with you. Um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So that's just saying. That's just saying that like God knows what's gonna happen. God knows your plan, and He wants the best for you. Uh, so, like, just try your hardest and try to grow in faith and stuff like that. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to The Journey. Uh, my name's Serena. This show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network, Kidstar Radio. We empower kids. Thanks for listening. Come along for another edition of The Journey next week with your hosts. We'll be back on Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Until the next show, think about where your journey could take you. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the now from the Kidstar of the Month, here is the Wisp Pops and their song Sea Turtle.
Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 